You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. I love the movie Groundhog Day. Oh, yes. yes. And, uh, and it, was, it was funny because somebody yesterday made a that was pretty funny say it again <laughs> we've got a peanut gallery here today <laughs> yes we do so but it's nice to have a team six feet away from each other <laughs> we're gonna say that as per covid <laughs> rules so oh, let me take my arm away from you yeah, and, so. and just and just for uh pure clarification we're actually recording this outside in a pretty fairly windy day and yeah. so if you hear some background noise traffic and stuff like Truck that just driving by we are outside per covid and uh enjoying each other's company six feet away so uh, yeah it's yeah it's it's nice and the coffee's warm and yeah. the air is cool it's the air May. is cold man i know so anyways tell me about so, groundhog so, day no, it's funny about because that movie. i love the movie groundhog day but it, someone reminded me of it yesterday because they they posted about um, you know, Groundhog Day, and my and it was May fourth, and my brain actually went, "Wait a minute, is it Groundhog Day?" I completely <laughs> forgot the calendar that we're at because we've been in COVID quarantine for so long that I've forgotten what it what it's like to be outside. And every day has truly been the same day, every day. It's driving us crazy. It's been a long journey. It is. It is. And I think I, I think there's some fatigue that's starting to set in with everyone. Oh, yeah. And the desire for normalcy is is just like starting to become the siren song of people like, I've got to interact with other people that don't share my DNA. Yeah. I've yes. got to. But, but at the same time, I was having another conversation yesterday, and someone made, they made mention, they said, Bill, I'm really loving all this time that I've gotten to spend with my kids. Like, yes, they're not, they're not doing all the things, the sports, the, you know, the after school stuff, but they're like, I'm loving this in the midst of the exhaustion. There's these whispers of how grateful people are that, that, that people can stop because, because, you know, I remember before this and we, we, we've talked about this before, but that the first thing I would, I would ask somebody when I would, would meet, I was like, how you doing? And they're like, I'm just so busy. So busy was always the answer. And we've talked about the calendar yeah. and controlling our can- calendars. And yet, it's so difficult to do yeah. when the world gives you so many options to be busy and be occupied and be distracted in a lot of ways. And the distractions are being uh, removed. Yeah. And so you have got to focus on things. Uh, interesting story. So, um, you know, my morning routine was normally wake up, get the kids going, get them out the door. And then I would sit down for about an hour or so and a cup of coffee and do a morning devotion. Well, I haven't yeah. had that time. And so I've been missing it. And uh, my son comes up to me uh, last week and goes, hey, Dad, when do you normally study the Bible? And I told him. And, you know, and he goes, can I join you? I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And so it has been cool. One of the things unexpectedly that started to happen is I've been able to meet with my son on a regular basis and teach him how to not just read the Bible for knowledge yeah. or information, but to actually read the Bible for transformation. That's and cool. it has been an unexpected kind of journey in that. Um, and it would only have happened had COVID, you know, descended on our, our culture the way that it has. It's, it is interesting to see the silver linings in this gray cloud of unknowing when this cloud is going to pass over you know like thank god for 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 looking at you know like the weather center app and you go okay the the storm's almost through i'm good and this one we don't know when the storm's going to be over and but but in the midst of it there there is this feeling of yeah it's frustrating but then there's a whole other set of people like but i kind of like 
being able to stop like this. And, and, and it wasn't forced on by our own doing. It was, okay, you know, one of my buddies, again, he said, it feels like God put the whole world on Sabbath. Right. And That's you're like, and, you know, and I know that, again, we've talked about this, but now as we're kind of coming out of this, I know that certain states are opening up. Phase one is here and, you know, we're kicking it off and we're trying to, to interact again and people are excited. It's like they just are like pregnant with excitement to just go out there and be like, I'm going to hug everybody. I'm gonna, and we're like, OK, <laughs> slow down. Hang on. Let's let's see where we go with this first. But I think this is the time to 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 take a moment and look at where we are and go. What do I want to put back in right. to this schedule? Right. What is worth it? Well, I'll tell you one thing I want to put back in is the date night that you and I are planning for anyone and everyone to join <laughs> yes. us. Look at that bridge into that. You did that 18th. amazing. And so if you haven't signed up yet for our date night on June 18th, uh, we are actually throwing, a, uh, at, I think, at Grace in... Uh, in uh, Allen, Texas. In Allen, Texas. Uh, we're going to be doing a date night full of games and uh, fun activities for spouses. We'll and have so the link provided in the bottom of this podcast on right. at the info. And, and I think the timing of it is absolutely perfect because people are desperate to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are just desperate to laugh again and to yeah. have some distractions that aren't your typical, oh, Disney is doing the family sing-along that at homes that are way overproduced for whatever would normally happen at home. So I guarantee there's like a camera crew of 30 people yeah. in the back that you don't see as these people reenact Correct. these great songs. But Correct. that's just me. That's just me. Well, that's know? it. And I, so, yes, it's going to be a great night. We're going to laugh. We have a lot of fun. We're going to be challenged a little bit. But really, it's just to connect with your spouse. It's just to make sure you guys are on the same page. Get out of the house a yep. little bit. Have some dessert and some coffee. And we have room for about, yeah, we have room for about 25 couples, about 50 people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, make sure you sign up early and sign up often. Yeah, yeah. And if we can fill more, we'll fill more. So sign up now. Get your spots now. And if we can keep opening up, we will based on if Phase 2 shows up. But we'd love to have you there. It's going to be a good night. We have a comedian coming in. We got Travis. You're going to be doing some some MC and some yeah, games. Yeah, doing some games for us, guys versus girls, husbands versus wives, oh, stuff like be that. So We're going to figure so out who's the smarter of the uh, the two. We yes, know. sign up today. Uh, get your get your tickets today. So it's going to be a good time. So yeah, in the midst of as we reset our schedule and look at this in a uh, whole new world. It, it God, is. I just want to get outside. Yes, it, it is one of those things you just want to do stuff, and so I. You know, as we've talked about this, how do we, I guess I'd say, get the barometer of what's worth putting back into our lives? Great question. And so as we thought about this, you know, many of you, for a, a lot of first-time listeners, we had a lot of new listeners to the podcast these last cu- couple Which of weeks. Which is welcome, by the way. Yeah, thank you for joining. Uh, please check back out all the, the, the first two seasons that we've done and, uh, and listen to some more. But some of the stuff we've talked about before is this idea of three filters. It's looking at life through three different filters. Just like I said, just like we love a good cup of coffee. If you don't have any filters to take those grounds and turn it into an amazing nectar of the gods, beautiful <laughs> coffee, um, it's just the same thing for us to look at life through these filters. And the first one really was, is, is God's word true? Right. And knowing where our basis of truth is. I do see a lot of people running to truth now, which is great. And so we go, okay, is this our truth? First Corinthians 15 talks about this. Paul said either if Jesus wasn't raised from the dead, then everything is a joke. Right. And so this first filter is, man, God's word is true. 
And in the midst of God's word uh, being true, the second filter is God is for you. Right. God is crazy in love with you. Uh, and, and then finally, at that third filter is if God's word's true, then, then, then who, who are we according to, to God's word? And going, we are more than conquerors. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. And so as we do this, we ask ourselves, are we becoming who we want to become? Right. A quick gunshot of what these three filters lead to. And in the midst of this time, as we've had so much stripped away from us, it's now the time, the question to go, are we becoming who we desire to become? Right. And I, and I've, I think a lot of us have seen that, ne- that meme out there that says, you know, um, as, our, as we rush to get back to normal, let's make sure we define what normal the normal we want it to be. Yeah. And I think that's what you're talking about. Yes, like yes. this is our opp- opportunity, excuse me, to um, actually kind of say, what do I want to bring back in and what don't I need to bring back in? And those three filters are so huge to really wrestle with that. Yes. And I think one of the things is because we have more time, the question is, what are we doing to invest that time? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, are, are we actually investing that in God's word? And there are so many great streaming worship services or so many great streaming podcasts and and just bible studies right now that there's no reason that you should not be able to get some more of god's word from good faithful teachers to let that begin to transform us to to give us that wisdom like it says in uh uh, james 1 5 man if you lack wisdom pray for it and god will give it generously and i think that's what we're talking about is like seek god's wisdom in this time as we kind of start to roll back into a new normal and let us be the ones that define what the new normal yes. is not let culture define for us what that normal is yes the, what role does god play in your life first and foremost and then to look and go what role does god play in my family mm-hmm. what kind of authority does he have and i think that's the part that we can stop and go god take dominion over this time right now. So before I start making decisions about my future again, this is a time that I can logically say, God, I need you to be in charge of this. So you take control. So God, so have authority in the life that I'm, that I'm wanting to have from this point on. Right. Cause this may never happen again. You know, uh, I, I've talked to people who have had to go through the whole polio vaccine and things like that. And that, that actually reset their lives. Right. But at that point, but at, the, at that point, they didn't have social media. They didn't have a thousand and one voices telling them what they should and shouldn't do. And at this moment, it may be a great time to turn off that social media. Yes. And go, God, I want to hear from you first. So letting him direct those steps towards putting what we want to put back into this box that is called our life. So what do you, what would you say are some practical steps? Let's say as a, as a dad, as a husband, as a, um, a leader within the family, um, what would you say are some practical steps to kind of imprint those three filters, not just into our own lives, but also into our family's lives. Um, as we still have some moments before we get back into the rat race and before we get back to work in 50, 60 hours a week and all that stuff, what would you say are some practical steps to begin the habits that we can bring forward to the rest of our lives? Yeah, for all of you who are still in your pajamas right now and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Which is also me. We just commend you. But I would say at those moments, there are times that you can now say, I can get up 30 minutes early and I can make the first thing I do in my day a priority to spend time with God. So getting in his word, you know, if you go on the YouVersion app, it's a great, and there's all these different plans that you can look at. There's Bible reading plans. There's, there's all these devotionals, anything to bring you to say, God, I want to put you first. Right. So there's no magical formula other than saying, God, I'm yours. And so God teach me. So, so making that a priority first, just like right. you said, getting in the word immediately and going, God, this is the first thing I'm going to fill my life with. I'm not going to get on, on Facebook. I'm not going to get on, on Fox news. I'm not going to get on CNN or anything like that. I'm going to look to you first. So my phone stays off other than me opening up my U version app and going, what am I supposed to read today? And filling first and foremost, 
God's word into your mind. And if you and if you struggle like I do with that habit of opening the phone and just immediately without even thinking oh, about it, your finger hits that Facebook app, then don't even use your phone. As yes. actually break open there's this crazy thing it's called paper. <laughs> and and Bibles used to be made of this crazy yes. substance called paper. And there's no distractions because it's just the word of God. And if you have a good, yeah. solid Bible, a bunch of great little insights and knowledge about how to see that and, and what the context was there. So maybe it's not even oh, oh, turning on your phone. Correct, maybe it's correct. just getting the old Bible, blowing off the dust in the wind. Because <laughs> <laughs> all we are is dust in the wind. That's the rumor that I hear. And actually just opening it up. And I'm telling you, so our church right now, because we are we are desperately trying to seek the wisdom of God. Yeah. Because we're seeing a lot of people speak into us and there's a lot of conflicting like, you know, one day you'll you'll say, worst disease ever, and then another, you know, another website will say, Well, it's no worse than the flu and then another website says, No, it's just propaganda from the world one world government and you're like, yeah. I don't know what truth is. Yeah. It's just take some time to sit at the feet of Jesus and let him set your course from the beginning of the day Yes, and seek wisdom from him. So we're doing the proverb challenge. Nice. We've talked about it before on yeah, this website, we did and I'd encourage here, yeah. you guys to do it too. Um, and that is simply um, the day of the week, if it's f- the fifth, um, then you read Proverbs 5. And if it's yeah. the sixth, you read Proverbs 6. And that's just an easy way to begin to sit at the feet of God and let him speak his truth and his wisdom into our hearts. Yeah. And it will transform your day and it will transform your perspective as you learn to be faithful in that. And once you learn to be faithful, you won't turn away from it. Yeah, absolutely. So so first step is is knowing where your truth comes from. We believe God's word is 100% true all the time. Not Everything else can lie to you. Even human beings, God's word cannot lie to you. So making that your foundation, that's the first thing. The second thing I would do is is I would assess where you are. It's always good to stop and go, where, where have I been? So I, 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 would, I would literally pull out a piece of paper and I would make two lists. The things that I love about quarantine is. Oh. And make a list of all the things you love. Is it time with your family? Is it is it uh, movie nights? Is it is it picnics outside in the yard? Is it meals around the table? Exactly again. meals around the table. All these things that you love. I I have enjoyed the five minutes I get with my kids every day that are that are fun. That we just talk, we laugh, we hear. Write everything down that you love about this moment. Write everything down on the other side about things that you do not miss. Oh, about having so, so so if you don't miss specific things, I mean, even, even if it's, hey, I, I don't miss my uh, commute, write everything down. Let everything of who you are pour out because there's something in that, man. I don't miss being alone in my car for 30 minutes. Right. OK, you might still have to do that, but that speaks about who you are, too. I don't need a lot of time away from people. I would hate a 30 minute commute because I am people centric. I love I love being around people. I love connecting with with people. But but even if you like, even if you write down a thirty minute commute, guess what? If you don't love that, then you need to ha- have that opportunity to say, okay, what are things from the love list yeah. that I can import into that thirty minute commute that is will eventually come back into my life? Yeah. And know how do I redeem that time rather than just have that as like, oh, it's a miserable commute. And I'm just going to turn on the radio and, and veg out and listen to sports talk radio, which there's no sports to talk about right now. Exactly. And I think at the same time as we're making our lists. We have, a t- we, we have an opportunity to speak life into our kids and challenge them to say, hey, what have you loved about this? Mm. And add them to the story of going, make your own list. What, what have you loved most about be, being here with your family? And then, and then ask your kids, what are some things that you don't miss? Your child might be in dancing and swimming and, 
and jazz and karate, and they might say, you know what I really... In jazz? In jazz and karate. <laughs> Maybe jazz karate. They're doing karate to, to slow jazz by jazz uh, Miles Di- Davis. Miles yeah. Davis. So uh, <laughs> I have a black belt in jazz karate. And so, so, but it's I'm, very interpretive. It's it very just interpretive. goes anywhere it wants exactly. to. It's fantastic. But listen to the heart of your kids that go, I really missed this, but I didn't miss this at all. So then what I would do, after you have a chance to compile that list, yeah. find out the things that are in common in the family and circle those. Yes. Because those are the things that you will need to start to fight for yeah. and then the things that you're going to want to continue to prioritize as you move forward. And now you have a new filter to add to the decisions as you make, like, yes. do we go back into five sports or do we just do one sport? Yes. You know, do we go back into a sport every season or do we say we have a fall season, we take winter off, we have a spring season, we take summer off because there's other things that we want to prioritize above just learning team dynamics and learning about yes. what sports can bring us. Does that make sense? Yeah, because no, go for it. No, no, no. So all I was going to say is that that's the that's the practical application of the two lists that you're doing. And I, I love it. I, I, I think... You know, whether it's a sheet of paper, man, the best way to do it is put it in a journal yep. or even take, again, that old Bible that actually has pages and write it on one of the blank pages at the front or the back of your Bible so that you have it with you to remind you when a year down the road, you're like, well, what happened? I missed so much. You can go back to that yeah. and go, oh, these are the things we loved and this is what we've got to get back into um, as a family. You know, uh, right in the beginning, when we first walk into our house, uh, there's this door that's up on our on our top ledge that we took from our last house, and and what what what, what my wife did, and I followed in suit because she's so much wiser than our I. Our wives are much better. They than are us. so amazing. Is she had a friend of ours write down all the core values of our family oh. on this list, on this door, and then I had to trade it in for a better door, and I was like this, but this door is so valuable to me when we moved that I had to take the door with us. <laughs> But I would say now is an opportunity for you as a family because you have the time. So don't say you don't have the time is after dinner or before dinner or, or this evening is sit down and make these lists and then say, guys, what is our core values as a family? What defines us in the midst of these lists? Hey, right. I noticed that you you like having dinner as much as we like having. And guess what? A core value is we like spending time together. And in the midst of that, what what in that do we like? Right. Do we like hearing about each other's stories? Do we like and deciding what are our core values so that when we come back into this in full sprint in August or September, whenever this ends and and every option is thrown at us. Oh, join this. Be this. Go here. Jump back in routine. We go. No, no, no. This is what makes us. This is what we value. This is what's most important. And you can begin to say, this is no longer right. important. And that's so much of the heart of the Sabbath. And that's why God put the Sabbath in the Ten yeah. Commandments. Because he knew that we had a propensity. That's a big word. I understand. It is a big word. Um, to, to run after things and kill ourselves pursuing whatever's next. And he says, no, no, no. Every week, you need to have a day to pause, to recenter, to reconnect with the people in your household, to reconnect with me, your creator, the one who's defining yeah. you, the one who's transforming you, the one who's pouring into you. Um, and and we negated that and we said, well, that's an option. And now what we're realizing is it's not an option. This is actually no. what allows us to be the human that God originally intended us to be. And so we've been given multiple months of Sabbath. And then when yeah. we go back into it, let's maintain a Sabbath posture in our lives for the sake of our family, our kids, and our own spiritual well-being. Absolutely. So I would say we keep we, we we put God first. You know we've heard this before, but we put God first and say, God, you have the beginning of my day, 
You're right. Whenever that is, if it's 6.30 now because I normally wake up at 7 or I stumble out of bed at 9, you got plenty of time to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back this up a half an hour. God, you have this. This is yours. Right. And then from there going allowing him and these and those three filters to go god what are the things that i love about this time what are the things that i don't miss about what we left right two two or three months ago and then going kids what do you love about this time what do you not miss right putting those together and saying this is who we are now as a family oh, and allowing it. that family, allowing that to dictate what happens from this point on. And if you want to go to like a 301 level or a 401 level, yeah. then take that and write out your family creed. Yeah. Like, like this is our sentence, our mission statement as a family, and this is what will begin to drive us yep. as a family. And as you start to write out that creed, figure out a way to put that permanently within your house, whether it be as a picture whether it be as a whiteboard, not whiteboard you can erase, but you know, yeah. putting it in your house permanently so that every day you are reminded this is who God is calling us to be as a family. Yeah, um, and uh, and then start to orient your life around that. I love it, man. Love it. I and love so it. that's actually some of the stuff we're going to do at the end of the date night is taking some time to say this is what matters to us as a family and casting a family vision. So, listen, this has already been good. I'm loving this, Travis. Thank you so much. I'm glad to see your face again. Well, I've missed you. Well. Thank you. You're the one person that enjoys seeing my face. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> hey, guys, check us out on uh, Instagram at Known Legacy, Known Legacy Ministries on Facebook, but mainly go to go the website. To, yes. Go to the website and uh, sign up for our newsletter, man. We are putting out some really good like monthly um, updates as well as some great resources for yeah. families to connect with and you know, um, some practical steps on how to develop those filters into our families and into our hearts. Yes, sir. And uh, so sign up for the email and news blast, and that would be fantastic. We believe in you guys. You have a great rest yeah. of the day. And we will see many of you at the date night on June 18th. June 18th. So sign up today. See you soon. God bless. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy Podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.